Welcome back to the XNW Vibecast. We are back for episode three. We missed you guys. It's it's been a, a little over a week, and uh, we're trying to keep and keep things moving here. A lot a lot has happened since we've 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 last talked to our listeners, whoever those people are. I bet you're wonderful, wonderful people. Both of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we have a new president. And uh, I don't know. Our podcast is pretty apolitical, X. Right? Where we're we're not going to get into like. But I, I'm I'm kind of happy about that. We we don't have to deal with with our old president, Trump, and number forty five. And it's it, just it's not just him. He's a pain in the neck. But we have a new president, and and we're we're going to move on. We're going to move on quickly. Yes, definitely. Um, Walter Senior, Walter Junior. <laughs> That's an old. Uh, I I used to um, call Wally. Um, and his mom would answer and ask Walter Sr. or Walter Jr. And one time I really messed up all. You remember this? I do remember. And I said, and I, so I used to make fun of her voice. I said, Walt, Walter, Walter Sr. or Walter Jr.? The phone came, the number came up on my phone, and it wasn't Wally. It was his mom. And she said, Walter Jr. And uh, <laughs> that was that. But, hey, playoffs. Let's talk some playoffs. Where the heck Walter of a- Jr. is here. We have yeah. the playoffs. We have the, the NFC and AFC Championship games are set. We had some great games over the weekend, and our 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 main man, our main man, Thomas Brady, is back in an NFC Championship game. Let me let me give you a quick stat. X, you're gonna you're you're probably not gonna like this since since 1997. You know we're talking about the NFC Championship games. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys and the Washington Football Team. Have one NFC Championship game appearance. Here's a fact. Tom, hold, wait, wait. wait I, I'm, Tom Brady has one NFC Championship game appearance. Wait, are you, are, are, <laughs> is it my turn yet? You can, uh, you go ahead. Go Here, ahead. Here's a fact. Wally has a crush on Tom Brady. No, he's unbelievable. I mean, come on. Well, how how can you? Is there even a debate anymore? Right. I mean, who's who's the best of all time? I mean, at this point. It's house money for Tom Brady. I mean, he's won. How many times have you been in the playoffs, Wally? 40. Let me see. I have it right here. He's 32 and 11 in the playoffs. I can't imagine. I don't think I've even seen my team in the playoffs that much in my, in, since I've been one years old. It's, it's unbelievable. 43rd playoff appearance. He has double the wins um, as Joe Montana, who's supposed to be the other guy in the conversation, is the best ever. I mean, at this point, I mean, does he even need to do this again? So, I mean, I, I mean, 32, 33 wins, whatever the case, whatever it is, you know, you look at what, what is truly amazing. And I, again, I, I got to stop with this crush on Tom Brady. I, I, I just love Tom Brady, but this is. I think it's adorable. It's fascinating to talk about when you, people argue. And I don't think there's an argument anymore. You can't argue. You just cannot argue what if you add up like you, you, t- you take four great quarterbacks. You take let me use the Dallas Cowboys for an example. And I texted you this week. As long as where, it's negative to the Dallas yes, Cowboys, I'm it, game with this negative. one. So playoff wins that you're talking about. So Roger Staubach, Danny White, uh, Troy Aikman, and Dak Prescott combined do not have as many playoff wins as as Tom Brady. So you you put that into perspective historically, and. When you think of a guy like Roger Staubach, the old guys, like even before our time, and you look at Troy Aikman, who won three Super Bowls, 
And Danny White was a guy in the 80s that Dallas Cowboy fans still revere. And, and you know, and, and Dak Prescott obviously is their, is their quarterback now. That's four quarterbacks. Not as many playoff wins as Tom Brady. That, that's incredible. That, that, that stat stuck, stood out. I'm sure, you know, Cowboys fans are probably like, shut the hell up. It doesn't matter. Like, that's an impressive stat. It is impressive, although the Cowboys' playoff record has been unimpressive. I think the last time they are in the championship game or even close was 1995. So, um, But that's still, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's unbelievable. And I think, I mean, you're talking about Brady versus Belichick. It doesn't look too good for Belichick right now, right? But it's almost kind of unfair. I mean, what two different teams, Tampa and New England this year at least. I mean, Tampa is loaded, and, uh, you know, New England was kind of suffering with injuries and, and stuff like that. But still, right now, it kind of looks like Brady versus Belichick things. Like, well, we uh, talked about, we've talked about this before where I, I think I might have said 60-40. That number, number uh, may go up. I think I think Belichick must be like in front of a mirror, just singing all by myself, or something well, the, like that. I don't know. And I think something. Belichick's wife. There was an Instagram post this week, and and she kind of defended Bill Belichick. But can you can you really defend him with with again? And I don't want to spend this whole segment or this whole podcast on Tom Brady. I'm sure we could do an, a a whole one on Tom Brady. But l- listen, here's the deal. He is an ultimate winner. He's an ultimate competitor. It's it's everyone wants to root against him because again he, supermodel wife, he 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 does all things. Everyone wants to bring him down. He does things the right way, and uh, he's a guy that you look at like it's almost like he's too good to be true. But he's the ultimate competitor. <laughs> you he, sound like a man who has a big <laughs> crush, but it's true. I I mean how important? Let's look at from like how important is it to have. This just shows it this week. Important to have a franchise quarterback. I mean, look at the quarterbacks right now: Aaron Rodgers, Tom versus Tom Brady. That's a dream matchup there. And then you have the young, the young Bucks, Patrick Mahomes versus uh, the up and coming uh, Allen. I mean, I mean, there's always like you, you could always hit the. You always need. I don't. You can't say you always need a, a franchise quarterback. I mean, you could hit the, you could hit the trips on the river and get like you know Blake Bortles on in Jacksonville to the. You could get Garoppolo with uh, the 49ers. It does happen, but. Really, if you look at like the majority of the play, I mean, I, I could go through it um, and probably figure it out. But it seems like you got you, if you want repetitive success, you need to have a franchise quarterback. Um, and these are the guys. I mean, Rodgers, they're in it every single year. Brady, I mean, he's not only in it every single year; he's in the playoffs every single year. Um, even Russell Wilson, I mean, all those guys. I mean, those are in Mahomes definitely. I mean, the third AFC championship in a row. I mean, you have the quarterback, you have sustained success. You, you hit the inside straight once in a while without that. But it's not the way it is anymore. It's just not. You can't have the 2,000 Ravens. That's, that's, that's bye-byes. I love when you bring up poker talk. I'm an <laughs> awful poker player, by the way. Oh, no, me too. Ter- terrible. Oh, X, you, don't X, mistake X is a good poker don't player. Don't mistake that I could say the lingo, <laughs> that I know how to, how to win hands. I don't. But yeah. Awful. But, yeah, I mean, you look at the matchups, you look at – uh, Tom Brady against Aaron Rodgers in, 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 in Green Bay. Uh, that's the matchup. The, the NFL, we say this I, the last few times that we've been on, that we've, we've had two episodes. We're episode three. We want to get ten episodes. We want to get ten episodes. But, you know, our, our, where was I going with this? So <laughs> you, you look at the last few weeks and you look at the, um, the, cor- the, the quarterbacks in the NFC and the AFC. You're right. They're franchise quarterbacks. You have Mahomes, Josh Allen, um, you have Brady, Rodgers. It's a dr- so my point was the the NFL. It's a dream matchup. It's a dream. They they always come up roses. The NFL 
and Ugh. and it's everyone. There's going to be eyeballs on TVs on on Sunday, and the NFL is just head and shoulders above everything else in terms of major sports. And uh, it's it's the quarterbacks: Brady, Rogers, Mahomes, Josh Allen. And I, I the, the, it's going to be a fun, fun Sunday of football games. And let me let you. We we alluded to Aaron Rodgers last time. I think this is a big game for Aaron Rodgers. I I, I really do, because this is a game he should win. Technically, in theory, he he should win this football game. His team is the favorite. You're playing at Lambeau. And for those of you that want to look historically at top five, six, seven, eight quarterbacks of all time, and I don't even know if people do this anymore, but Aaron Rodgers, I think, needs to win this football game. He needs to win this football game. Yeah, I, I, I think this is his first NFC Championship game at home. Uh, I think he's one in three up to this point. And, yeah, I mean, you look at Aaron Rodgers, look at his career. I mean, he had that – he got that Super Bowl – he got there and, and he won. Thank God for his legacy, um, because he could have been considered what, like the Dan Marino, if he didn't do that. Like one of the best quarterbacks. You, you watch Dan Marino, your eyes say he's a, one of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen. At the time, a lot of people said he's the best quarterback I ever seen. But it's kind of that way with Aaron Rodgers. We all watch the guy, and you're like, he does things that no one else does. I mean, he makes just flinging these these uh, completely accurate line drives down the field, 50 yards um, off schedule. You know, it's all, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I've, but you know, when when you look at his resume, you know, it just he's his playoff record. I think he's just over. Uh, you bet. I I don't want to say anything because I, I thought he was just over five hundred. I might be thinking of Peyton Manning because he was always the guy that made it the playoffs and and couldn't couldn't win the big one. Yeah, this is an important one for Aaron Rodgers. You know, I, I would say that. I mean, you could at least say this about the AFC. It seems like right now the best teams are in the championship games. I mean, the two best teams in the AFC are the Bills and the Chiefs. I think we all thought that all along, and I know we, Green Bay's definitely played like like one of the best teams um, in the league. I mean, you have Aaron Rodgers, he threw, he's throwing 50 touchdowns and five interceptions. If he's not MVP. He's your MVP. No, I, he's your MVP. No, there's no way he shouldn't win MVP. But um, I know I know Tampa, you know, they've, they kind of made a late run. And you, you might say the Saints were the best. But I'm, I'm watching Drew Brees last week. He, he, the guy could barely throw at double digits in yardage. I mean, you can't. He, I, the, the Brady and, and Rodgers are the best in the NFC right now. So I think you have the best the best teams right now playing each other. And that's what you want. The AFC matchup is going to be a good one. It's going to be a great one. I, I think the Bills are the better team in the, in this game. It, it's at Arrowhead. The I I wasn't sold on the Buffalo Bills until uh, until recently. I think going and and beating up on on Baltimore the way they did, they they imposed their will in that game. Yeah, and it was you know it was a crazy crazy weather game in in Buffalo. The wind was nuts. It, it was nuts, but you know they they took care of business. They, they won a game. Uh, that, yeah, that, I, I thought I thought it was going to be a really close game. I thought it was going to be a better game, but you know, ball you know, it could have been. I mean, the Bills had a good plan coming in defensively. I mean, they figured out a way to contain Lamar, keep everything in front of them. Um, you know, they didn't really they, they let those five yard runs happen, but that's really it. But you remember that game? I mean, the, that crazy drive. There's like an eight minute drive the Ravens had. They're driving. Lamar's looking great. Get down to the end zone. And they throw that pick six. It was going to be it's going to be a tie game. It could have been ten ten. It also was seventeen to three. Just like that one play, um, pick six from the end zone, from coast to coast, from their own zone to the uh, to the opposite end zone. And you, and then like the very next offensive possession, Lamar gets knocked out of the game. I mean, it was it was, it was one of those crazy weekends. I mean, who would have thought you get into this weekend and Lamar and Mahomes would be knocked out of their games, uh, respectively? But 
Yeah, I mean, it was just a weird night, that, that Bills-Ravens game. I mean, Justin Tucker missed two field goals, both off the post. You never see him miss anything. I mean, that's kind of hard to do, both both field goals off the he, goal he's post. He's usually money. He, yeah. He's usually money. It, it was crazy, but the Bills, I mean, they really did. The, defensively, they had a great plan. And it was, a, and also offensively, like you, they didn't even try to run the ball. I mean, they were the, they had uh, Allen slinging it all over the place on with with the tornado out there, um, and it worked. And now the Bills go to Kansas City. Uh, didn't they played each other this season? And I I remember they were they were selling out to stop the to stop the the pass, and then they want Mahomes to beat him with their arm. And I think Casey ran for two hundred yards. So it's going to be. I mean, they have to come with a, bit, a different game plan this time. I think it was twenty six seventeen, twenty six. Uh, Something like that, but well, in the words of uh, two rematches, uh, two rematches, in the words of the guy that sits behind you at FedEx, run the damn ball is going to be the, uh, I think the team that's able to run the ball and establish run the, the damn run. Ball. I, I forgot about I, I that. I sound guy. like that old, you know, if you can run the football, you can win the game, and it's. I guess <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny memory. That's a that's this is a true guy that he's at every single game. And when, when I used to have season tickets, he used to be like a few rows behind us. It could be third and 14, and the guy would stand and go, run the damn ball! Run the damn, run the damn ball! Matt, every play is mad. But that, I guess guess that's he, what they got. Maybe, he maybe he's right. Guy, maybe he that guy is right. <laughs> he likes when you run the football. And, you know, it'll be also interesting to see if Patrick Mahomes is completely healthy. And, you know, what, what can the NFL do to kind of speed along the concussion protocol uh, I, I bet people cynically will look at that and say, I guess he's getting better. I guess he's, you know, he took a pretty good shot. And the funny thing is that a few plays before that, watching the game against Cleveland, and, and hats off to Cleveland, by the way. I think they, they played a really good game, a questionable call in, in the, I think it was in the fourth quarter um, with that leading with the head and targeting type hit. And, that's called all the time, and, and that was that was a um, a tough call against Cleveland. But like you know, Mahomes was. Uh, this might be the first time we disagree on a podcast. Uh, well, that's okay. We we can disagree. Can and, we uh, do that? Is there are, is there, are there are both of our podcast? are both of our listeners okay with that? We can disagree. Yeah, I mean, I just I, I think that call you just alluded to. Um, yeah, that leaning with the head. I mean, what else is a guy supposed to do? I mean, I know. With, I guess I agree with you to the point. Of, like the, the definition of the rule is. Led, led with the head, it was a violation of the rule. But for God's sakes, the guy's diving into the end zone. The only way the guy can make a play to try to stop him is to is to go low. There's, the guy was low. He's one inch off the ground. What was it Austin Hooper? Um, the only way he was going to stop that touchdown was to go. That that was literally the only angle he could take. So I just I don't know. I, I guess you have to. It's up to interpretation. I thought that was a great no call, and I thought the refs so, got that one right. And I'll, I'll give it up to the refs because like that that's the, the one thing is that that call has been made. Whether it's a college game, the NFL lately, the last four or five years, you know, with with concussions and you know leading with the head, they make that call all the time. But X, you know, you actually you may be right, even though we, we're disagreeing. But uh, you know, I, my overall point was Mahomes was limping around prior to that hit. Uh, I think on that was it a fourth and one play. Yeah, why would and then he started running Andy, around? Why would Andy so, that there was a design option play? Why would Andy Reid run that play? It, run him like that? It didn't make much sense. Yeah, that, it, I I don't know. That was that was a weird one. I mean, Andy, that that game had everything. By the way, let's let's go jump right into that game. This is I'm glad you you were were, were at that game because it was cra- crazy how that game happened with uh, Mahomes going out of the game and then the Browns. You know, you, you you think after that, I think it was right after halftime that pick. 
where it was already 19 to three and uh, Baker throws that pick. You're, you're like, this game's over. It's it's completely over now. Then they missed that field goal. And then Mahomes gets knocked out of the game. And then the Browns had that had that drive where you, I think they, it looked like they converted like 17 fourth downs. I think it was like two or three, honestly. And Baker made the best throws he's made all season. It was unbelievable. And Andy Reid, I mean, everyone's everyone has their is is touting and Andy Reid and his play calling, his, how aggressive he was. You had Chad Henney come in the game, and it's like Andy Reid is calling the game like Mahomes is still in there. I, I can't, I could believe it. I mean, the the, the that last drive where was it like a third and fifteen, and they drop they drop. I mean, Andy Reid drops. Chad Henney back on that. I mean, a, a completion, uh, an incompletion would have been devastating. That the the, the, the uh, I think the clock would have stopped with before the two minute warning, and the Browns would have had the ball with plenty of time. And he 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 looks like Mahomes running for a fourteen yard gain. He's one yard short of the first down, and then they line him up again. And I mean, they, it looked like they were not going to snap the ball, and I, and it looks like they were just trying to get him off sides. He, he he let it tick down to six seconds, then snap the ball, and then he, he rolls out for another pass. And they made gutsy the play. Gutsy oh my call. God, was that gutsy! But, but you're trying to win the game. You're trying to win the game. Yeah, right I mean, there. it's like the old like Belichick with Brady too. It's like we're going to win the ball on offense. We're not. You're not getting the ball back, and that's what Andy Reid did. I honestly, in the moment, I was. It was. I, I think I jumped off the couch because it was so unbelievable the way they won that game. But then I thought about it. I'm like, man, that's like there. So much could have gone wrong, and Andy Reid was playing. He, he played it so aggressively, and like he played it just like. <laughs> nothing happened to Mahomes, and Chad Henney was the new Mahomes, and he executed like Mahomes on the last two two plays. It was, it was incredible. It was incredible. And the good, crowd's good going for Andy Reid. Yeah, and I think he's he, he's, I thought he was he's, crazy, he's a great honest. play caller anyway, and I think he's evolved as a you know the knock with him was time management. The yeah. knock with him was maybe like a he, little, a he never too played that aggressive with Alex Smith. Yeah, always yes. too conservative. That was not conservative at all, and they won. Yeah, well, so. And and when you win a little bit. And you're you kind of get the used to winning. You, you you can make plays like you can do things like that. And it was yeah. a, it was a winning He's call. A great American it hero. Was, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, the, the coaching's all about context. I mean, you have to feel the game. I, we we were we were knocking Peterson for like uh, going for fourth and four against the against the uh, Washington football team that uh, at the end of the season there, and and it just was it's just like okay, these guys are doing analytics like. It's not. It's fine. There's always percentages with every play, but it's about context, about feeling the game. And maybe Andy Reid just felt that, you know, I can't give the ball back to Baker. They all the all the momentum with the Browns. They believe they could win. And crazier things have happened. I mean, they would have, they would have had, you know, like I said, I thought about two minutes left, maybe a little less. But he probably believed, didn't believe that they could stop him. And that's context. He, he felt the game and he he went with his feeling and and it worked. I mean. More I love feeling them. a game. Yeah, we're you feeling a lot of these games. Yeah. So let's let's let's. Are we in the prediction business? Yeah. Man, yeah. We're, we're, we're not. Let's, let's yeah. See. We're experts we're, now. We're, we have a podcast. So we're, we're, we're experts. We're episode three of a podcast. We know everything about the NFL. I'm a football analyst. And yes, you are. You're an analyst. You yeah. are. I, I we 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 filled in our resumes or, or great or poker interview. player, unbelievable poker player, good yeah. uh-huh. analyst. Right. So Buffalo and Kansas City. I, I like Buffalo. I, 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 again, being in, uh, seeing them play for, for twenty years in the AFC East, or I mean, years and years and years. But we'll, we'll go back to like Jim Kelly and Thurman Thomas and the uh, that great those great teams. And but you know, Buffalo has made a believer out of me. Are we? We're, are we assuming Mahomes is back? 
We're gonna assume Mahomes is playing. Yeah, because I you mean, can't. It, it, you can't. That's like a. It's either that's a that's well, a big part of the. the what the doctor is gonna not clear Mahomes? Let, let's be honest right now. Like, well, and let's hope like that they go through the process the appropriate way. Um, well, I think they will. I mean, concussion protocol. This is not up to the the Chiefs. Obviously, you know that it's an independent neurologist, and it comes down to they have the final say. They sign off. Um, ultimately, I know Mahomes has been, I think, limited the last couple of days. Everyone thinks that looks good, but it's not up to. It's not like uh, you know we're we're not worrying about his toe right now. It's his concussion protocol, so it comes down to the to this neurologist uh, saying he's cleared, and it doesn't have anything to do with the team. So that that makes me a little cautious. But I was a Chiefs fan. I mean, you you hope he's back. I mean, for the NFL, you hope he's back. It's not going to be the same, uh, you know, Josh Allen versus Chad Henney. It's not the same. Josh I Allen mean, versus it, Patrick it, Mahomes. That sounds a lot better. It, does, out of it my doesn't mouth. have the same allure of like Mahomes and Josh Allen, two great young quarterbacks against one another. And uh, did you make? I, I'm sorry, did I interrupt? Did you make your prediction yet? I did I not make. Interrupted you. I, I say I say I like Buffalo. Buffalo. I say I like Buffalo with Mahomes playing. I, maybe Mahomes turns it on. Maybe maybe the the Chiefs turn it back on. It, I think it's gonna be a great great football game. Yeah. In Arrowhead, there will be fans there, and you know, not as loud as it usually is in Arrowhead. But listen, it's going to be, uh, it, it, it's it's tough to choose. I don't know how to have the the spread in that game. I don't know enough to have the spread in that game. Uh, I think it's uh, I think it's uh, three. I think the Chiefs are laying three, so um, a three and a half at this point. But um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. It's hard to go against those guys, so Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. If he if he's playing. Which of course we're assuming with these predictions that he is. I just can't see the Chiefs losing that game. I just think they're going to be too much offensively for the Bills, and uh, and you know they kind of stepped up defensively too. And I think uh, I think uh, who's the rookie running back? I think he might be coming back this week. Hilaire, Hilaire, yeah, Hilaire. I think he might be coming back. Um, that that that'll be big. Travis Kelsey's my X factor. Is a tight end one. X they say in fantasy. Factor. Is it, yeah. X. That should be a new segment. X. X. What is factor? It? What's your X factor that I just talked Travis about? Travis Kelsey. My X factor is, and it's Travis Kelsey this week. He's a TE1, as they say in fantasy football. <laughs> um, well, how, let, let, another thing about the NFL playoffs, how about the, the – there's three out of four games had fans, and these and it sounded loud. I mean, maybe they had six to 9,000 fans at each of these games. I mean, Lambeau in Buffalo, especially Lambeau, it seemed like, and in Arrowhead, that, that – the crowd was affecting the game. They were loud. It sounded like there were 60,000 sometimes. It sound, I loved it. It sounded like a legit playoff game. Yeah, like in, when they were in, when they were on defense and Arrowhead. People and, were getting up on third down. You know, Kelsey's waving to the crowd. My X Factor was up. He's <laughs> waving, and the crowd's going nuts. And, and that, that got the players going, too. And you heard Aaron Rodgers talk about it after the game. And he was getting emotional. I know you don't, you make fun of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but go. he was getting emotional. And he's, he's, I think it meant a lot to him. He said how much it meant to him that the Lambeau fans there. I think this. I think that... This week, the, having those fans there for a lot of these players meant a lot. Heck, it meant a lot to me sitting on my couch, on my fat, on my fat tuchus. It yeah. made me really happy to see those fans. I told you in the, in, I don't know what, what episode it was, but I'm, I miss, I miss that. It crowd was probably noise. episode it was, one it was or awesome two. Awesome to see that. It was like uh, I, I felt like I was injecting myself with adrenaline again watching football. It was awesome. It was a great weekend, and we have another great weekend, and we have another game in the NFC. We have uh, who? What's our prediction there? Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers doesn't get much better than that. Yeah, it's a dream. We didn't really talk dream about dream matchup. That was uh, so. So green, the Green Bay game with the fans that was great. But I mean, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he looked, he looks like an MVP. He's, he, I think he's unstoppable 
when they can run the football and it just play. You, you give you give Rodgers the option to play action. It's like it, it, he's he seems like he's unstoppable. I think he's I think there's no one better off play action in NFL history. He's incredible off play action. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, and they, they played and they also gashed the number one defense in the NFL. That was impressive. I know Aaron Donald's compromised their number one defensive weapon, but um, I don't know. It, it, that, that, the, these Packers seem like they're a team of destiny, but now, now they have to play the GOAT who, I mean, we watched the beginning of that Saints, Saints-Bucks game. I mean, you watched the first quarter, it looked like it was just getting away quick from Tampa. I mean, the, the New Orleans, they, luckily New Orleans didn't score touchdowns, but they had those big punt returns. Um, I think it was Harris. I forgot, I forgot the guy's name, but he was quick. Um, two, three and outs, and then the, the uh, Bucks. I almost said Pats, by the way. I do that a lot now with Tom Brady. <laughs> um, they were about to go three and out for the third time in a row, and, it was, and they're at their own, I think, 34-yard line, and it was fourth and one, and they went for it. And on their own 34, that's, that's coaching. That's context right there. Arians felt it. Brady did his quarterback sneak that you've seen him do five billion times, and they picked up that first down. I think that was that completely changed the game because that was about to get away from the Bucks there, and then 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 there was a turnover show with uh with the Saints and Drew Brees, and you know how about Devin White? Have you seen Devin White play? He's incredible. Oh my incredible god, incredible player. He was he didn't play against Washington. Uh, that's a we were well, I didn't realize how lucky we were because he's he just seems to be everywhere all over the field. You see, that's what. Washington needs. They need a linebacker like that. That's what Ron Rivera is looking for. I bet Ron Rivera is just saying, "Who's my next Devin White?" Because that's what they he loves, like the Luke Keekley, like uh, that model. He he needs. That's what that's what Washington needs is a linebacker like that. But he played a hell of a game. So that was a great game, Tampa Bay, the Saints, and uh, you know I have to give it to Tampa Bay in terms of their coaching, in terms of their game plan. And I, I I don't think I and as you can see, Drew Brees does not have close to his best fastball. He was he looked he looked every bit of 41 42 whatever whatever the age he is and uh you know obviously it looks like he's going to retire at the end of the season. Yeah, I think well, he I will. Mean, the season's over and uh he just and and I I've alluded to this and I, and I said it like sometimes the, the Saints in the playoffs the last 5 6 7 years they they just do they kind of get away from what their their identity. I don't know if they're just a good regular season team. I don't know if like the playoffs, the the moment gets too big. I don't know what it really is, but again, like I feel like Tampa Bay's game plan was sound defensively. Um, they I, I, they were a step ahead in terms of what New Orleans wanted to do, and they were ready. They were ready for the the Saints, and you know Michael Thomas didn't catch a ball. I mean, no. so the, the Bucks defense is is really good. They're out, they're really good. They're outstanding defense. They're coached very well. You know, I I love uh, I love uh, Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles. Yeah, I was I was uh, touting him last podcast. But you know, the, the ironic thing about you're right. I mean, you're absolutely right. What you said, Drew Brees carried that team for so many years with terrible defenses. Remember that? That's the oh, ironic thing. They were thing. Awful now, for a while. I, and I honestly could say that I think the Saints were the best team in the NFC, despite Drew Brees. Like I thought that their defense and everything else was really sound, and Drew Brees just was the one that let them down. Ultimately, at the end, and it's, I mean, I hate to say that he was Drew Brees. Most years, I would take him above and beyond most quarterbacks in the NFL. But this year, I mean, it was it, obviously three three picks. It was it was him this year. It was him in that game that uh, that didn't let him get to the next level. But I thought the Saints. I mean, they're a nasty defense. Um, they've they've weapon. They've Kamara. You know, Thomas, uh, Cook. They have a lot, you know a lot of offensive weapons. Um, Taysom Hill was out this game. That was a big loss. I thought because they. 
They, they, you know, they still got creative. They put Winston in the game plan. They 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 completely plagiarized that play from the Bears the week before, the <laughs> one that they scored a touchdown. Hey, good for them. It's a co- copycat league, the, the old cliche, but that, that was awesome. But, yeah, Drew Brees, you saw him, what, after the game, to, hanging out with Brady in a, in a little – and a little nice seemed like a, a bye bye moment. moment. I think I, I think he was walking out and he when he walked into the locker room he kinda of looked back and was staring, you know, at the field and staring at the, the bleachers in the superdome and that right there makes me think that oh he's not just pulling a Brett Favre. He he's out. out of he's here. done. He's yeah. done. He's cooked. He looks he looked cooked. Yeah. Physically yeah. he looked cooked and uh I agree. Tampa Bay, Green Bay, I, I'm gonna go I, I'm gonna go with my with my heart and my heart as we talked about, as as X talked about my heart's with Brady. How, how, I can't pick against him. You can't pick against a guy that I feel like we should start singing a song right now, like a romantic how to win. song. He knows how to win. And Tampa Bay, we'll see if they've evolved in, 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 in putting together a great game plan against Green Bay and the Packers. And I, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm going Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, Buffalo is our Super Bowl. And, you know, maybe we can talk more in, in a week or so and – there's where I'm at. I'm, I, two, uh, two upset picks. I cannot picks. go against the GOAT. Yeah. I, I mean, did, I think, didn't you pick the Saints last week to beat Tampa? And I, I picked Tampa, right? I think you might have. Yeah. And so now all of a sudden, I think it's just a lack of respect for Aaron Rodgers. That's what, the, that's what your pick it's, is right it's, now. It, it is. He, need, he needs this game, X. Yeah. He needs this game. I, I, I don't want to. Let's see if he answers your call. I, this is tough. This is tough for me. I mean, was they, they lost to um, Tampa Bay. The, that was the one time Aaron Rodgers is human this year is when they played Tampa and that and that Todd Bowles pass rush they made they were just Rodgers was uh, was uncomfortable all game couldn't get into a rhythm was getting hit it seemed like every other play and Tampa won 38-10 I mean that what does that mean I mean New Orleans beat Tampa 38 to 3 and look what happened so 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 if Tampa can get a lead lead in this game and and the book on Rodgers and Again, I, I hate Blatt. I think a lot of defensive actually, coordinators are listening to you right I, now. They I want to know the book on Rodgers. I blasting Rodgers, but like the book on Rodgers is that if you get a lead in the game and you're up 20 to 10, your defense is playing well, he can get really frustrated. Like He's not a guy who comes back in games. He just isn't. Look at it. Look at the data. Look at the sta- stats. Look at, look at all what you want. Like If, if Tampa Bay can somehow get a lead, you know they can, they can make his life miserable somehow, some way, um, with their defense, and if they can, if they can go back to stopping the run, and that, and that was a that was a thing where Tampa Bay, like I think they were giving up stuff against New Orleans from a from a run standpoint. They were, and and their focus was like we're, we're going to defend the pass, we're going to take away Michael Thomas, we're gonna, we're going to take away their best player. That's Bill Belichick in, in a way. So let's so you know it'll be interesting to see like what they dial up for Green Bay for Aaron Rodgers if if they get the lead. And and Aaron Rodgers is forced to come back. That's not where he's very good. Oh, he, uh, well, hold on! He, I just I'm look I'm right on our our podcast Twitter feed, and we have a new listener. It's Todd Bowles. He he wanted to listen to your the way to be the book on Aaron Rodgers. I think you might have just helped dial him it up, Todd. Dial um, it up. I see it. Yeah, that's uh that's our third listener. Listen, Thank I you, mean, Todd. I mean, yeah. Todd. I, I mean, Todd. 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 That old uh, Todd was that Todd McShay. That's uh, Frank Caliendo, but. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think most teams down 20 to 10 get frustrated. That's that's a recipe to beat anyone. Get up 20 to 10. But I, I listen, I I'm going to go with Green Bay on this one just cuz I think Aaron Rodgers is it's this is there's a lot around him this year. Um I don't know. I'm not 
I'm not very confident about that. I'm more, I was more confident about the Chiefs pick. I'm not that confident about this one because Tom Brady, this seems like almost Tom Brady's on a run of destiny right now, like he is every year. I mean, when, when is he not on a run of destiny? But He's a winner. Tampa's He's playing well. Winner, Their competitor. defense is playing well. They've, they've got some weapons. Antonio Brown is in practice this week, but Arian said he doesn't have to because of his veteran status, so he'll, I'm sure we'll see him. And Gronk said, you know, I'm not, we're not connecting. Brady and Gronk are not connecting, which is very rare. They're one of the best tandems in NFL history. I have a feeling they're going to start connecting in this game. Well, I think, I think you know, uh, Brady, you've seen against the Redskins with Brate, and you saw it against Tampa, uh, New Orleans. Him and, and Brate have, have a connection. And, you know, when, when Tom Brady's at his best, whether it's Gronk, whether it's Brate, um, it, it, you know what? I you talk, I talk myself into it. We're going. I'm going Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't take much for me. I I sway like the the wind. I'm very uh, I'm very. Easy it'll be it'll be a, it'll be an unbelievable matchup. And so, who do you have in the AFCX? Chiefs. Okay, Chiefs. How about them? Bucks. Chiefs. That uh, Andy Reid said at the end of the AFC Championship <laughs> game last year. I have W has uh, third person right there. Third person, that, uh, yes. Yeah. Third w? episode, third person. Yeah. Uh, so I have Bucks. I have Bills. Two awesome matchups. So I'm just shifting gears, X, really quick. I think uh, we did the delusional X segment last time. So let's go delusional X real quick right now. Yeah. Uh, just to end on, just a quick question for you. Deshaun Watson is as as we know is not happy in Houston and. I find it fascinating. Like I don't know what teams would be available for him, and you know, if you've been listening, if if the, the two people listening, the Washington football team is is who let who X adores and loves, and you know, what do you think? Does 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 is that a is that a place where he lands? Deshaun Watson and Washington football team? Well, yeah, Jeremy Fowler wrote an article today that. Uh that said that Deshaun Watson, you know, Washington would be one of the top five places. Washington was mentioned. I mean, this Deshaun Watson situation is very unique. I mean, when is a player with the what he has like the number two contract, most lucrative contract in the NFL besides Mahomes, I think, right behind there, and all of a sudden he wants out. And and I, I don't. If I'm Houston, I mean, let's let's start with this. If I'm Houston, I'm not. I'm not. I'm gonna say, hey, you're staying here. I mean, that's it. I mean, you can't. You can't dictate. You know who we hire for GM and this and that. You're you're staying here. You're 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 playing out your contract because quite frankly it's too expensive. But if if Washington did get, did get to Sean Watson, they they might be automatically, you know, one of the made the top five favorites in the NFC to the, go to the to Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is, is he's one of the, he's one of those baller. guys. He's one of those guys. He's, he's one of those guys you, that every league. team looks for. He's one of those guys. Now I don't know about culture wise. Now I mean Rivera's trying to build a culture thing here and. And now we have Deshaun Watson saying he wants he wants out. This is like the Trent Williams thing all over again. Um, I don't and 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 Rivera let. Trent I Williams think it's walk. a it's a little bit different in Houston though. I think Deshaun Watson has is tried to be the good soldier for for as long as he's been there. If you're following the situation too, like even a guy like JJ Watt is like you know we, we got to do better by this guy. This guy he balled out. Yeah, in on Houston. a terrible team. And they are a still, hot mess yeah. in terms of how they're run. Hot mess. They're they're an organizational nightmare. Remind me of my my uh, my favorite and beloved team. Um, usually, but th- yeah, I mean, this is a, if, if the, if the Sean was, if I would say if like, you're going to have to give up everything to get him and I would do it. I mean, I would do it. I just don't think, I just don't think Houston, I don't think it's going to actually pan out that way. Even though all the reports are saying that it will, I don't think Houston's going to end up dealing him. 
Um, but if they did, it would probably cost what two first rounders and a big name player at least, maybe it, a fourth it rounder. It would, and and again, like if, if if he, so this is one of those unique situations in the NFL where the NBA, this is what guys do all the time. They they dictate exactly. where they want to go. That's exactly, and they, they, the like, NFL doesn't happen this way. But like I think Deshaun Watson's situation is very very unique where the ball's in his court, and if he wants to go, no you know, pun intended, Kyrie <laughs> Irving, Irving, and. Right. He, he'll be able to go wherever he wants, and I, the price may not be as much as Houston's going to want. They're probably they're, they're obviously going to want a bunch of first rounders, or you know, yeah. for for a couple years and some second rounders. There's going to be a lot, but and like like X was saying, like there's going to be players. But if Deshaun Watson wants to go, and he doesn't want to be there, it may it may it may not be as much as as teams. Um, We'll, we'll be willing to give. So it'll be it's a big contract. I am very curious to see how this all plays there, out. There's two teams that I would say are the favorites, and that's Jets and Miami. I mean, they have multiple top picks, multiple first-rounders, and they have a ton of cap space. I mean, Washington's in a great cap space position now, too. If they, got, if they unload Alex Smith, they'll have, I think, one of the top three cap situations in the NFL. So, that, I mean, it's interesting. This is going to be an interesting quarterback market this year. I mean, what's going to happen with Matt Ryan? He's he's old. He's older, but what's going to happen with him? I mean uh, – Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford. Your boy. I told you Hot about. Metal. I told you about the dream I had, but it didn't. It was on the podcast well, to record. So why can I? So, but <laughs> I'm gonna tell you about this. That dream was on I the one to record. That's a no. We didn't record it. So if what, I did. What? I apologize if I repeat myself. But I had a dream the other week before. It was a couple weeks ago about Matt Stafford. I had a dream I was courting him um, to come to the Washington Football Team. I, me for some reason was courting him. I know I'm an NFL expert but I have nothing to do with the Washington organization. But I was in this dream. I was at my golf club. You know, I took him for a round. We were, we were shopping for golf outfits and golf uh, golf apparel and, and equipment. And then we had we were having dinner on the patio. He was laughing at my jokes. I woke up in such a good mood, and I realized that that's who I want. I would love that Matt Stafford. I mean, does he make you an immediate NFC favorite? No, but, I mean, with Matt Stafford, you could talk in like a – you could be 10, 11 – 12 win team. team. <laughs> May I say 10, 11 win team? I mean, Matt Stafford, you're, you're immediately competitive. I'm, I'm okay. I, I like going the veteran route right now. I, I like that idea. If the right, if the right person falls in your lap, isn't available. Now I don't know if the Lions are going to give up Matt Stafford. Um, there's more of a chance of that probably than Deshaun Watson. Well, I don't know. Deshaun Watson might be. That might be a different situation. But yeah, I mean, I would like to be in the franchise quarterback sweepstakes. I would like to be part of it. I mean, I don't see why not at this point. I mean, you want to build a winner. Like we talked about before, you got to have that. You got to have that big guy, and, and Watson is one of those guys. You know, Stafford probably used to be kind of one of those guys. He's a little older now. Um, he's been injury ridden, but even with his injuries, if you if you if you follow Matt Stafford, he's played. He plays. He plays every game. Injuries. He's, he's tough. tough as nails. He plays every game. Yeah, I, I've always loved Matt Stafford. He's always been one of my my guys. I kind of one of the guys I look at. I'm like, I would love to have him. And now it's actually possible. And I think that would make a heck of a lot of sense for for both parties. I think I think all of a sudden Washington becomes an attractive place, maybe to come, you know, with Ron Rivera culture, good defense, um, kind of an over overachieving offensive line, uh, maybe a couple more, maybe a, a linebacker, another another player receiver, and then we're a contender potentially. I lo- I, I, I love the delusional yep. segment. I want is, delusional. You, I- you want delusional? <laughs> you got delusional. <laughs> His eyes get wide. Deshaun Watson, Matt, he'll he'll settle with Matt Stafford, but like Deshaun Watson is just an intriguing, and uh, you know it'll it'll be great. It'll be interesting to see like 
what happens with Deshaun Watson, what happens this offseason with with a lot of different teams, and uh, and I listen, I believe in Ron Rivera. If, if he find if he thinks there's someone in the draft, which you know, then then go for it. I mean, we're not going to have one of the top picks, but you know, I I, I actually believe for the first time in a while, I believe in my coach, and I think that you know whatever whatever decision he tries to go, maybe it's Kyle Allen and Taylor Heineke, who knows? But man, there's just some. It's very interesting this year with the quarterbacks that are going to be available potentially. Dar- uh, Who's the Jets guy? Darnell? Sam Darnell. Sam yeah. Darnell. I, I don't know about him, but that's intriguing, really. Very intriguing. And, and the Mobile Jets. quarterback. Um, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Right. And there, there's a lot to – we'll see. We'll see what happens. The stage is set, X, this weekend. Bucks, Packers, Brady, Rodgers. Bills, Chiefs. Just an incredible NFL. Coming up roses. Big, big weekend. Uh, winners of those games go to the Super Bowl. Can't wait. And, uh, you know, it's, it's been fun. We had a great time again. We, we, uh, we're, we're figuring this stuff out, X. X and W pod, Vibecast. Vibecast. If you're listening to us right now, that means we figured out how to get it up and on the line. <laughs> right now, right now, as we're sitting line. here in the moment, we're not quite sure. But we're going to try it. You hear us? That means we succeeded. It's been good. We'll see you again. Let's go!